online in-house in the mighty name of jesus the multitude connected from across the nations of the world and even those in person those on their way coming let each and everyone have an encounter yes lord in the name of jesus we need an encounter oh lord we came for an encounter oh lord that will refresh us oh lord yes lord in the name of jesus that we will receive an encounter tonight oh lord in jesus blessed and mighty name being day number one our cry and our prayer is one the lord we will receive an encounter somebody's encounter is in the area of their health another one is in the area oh lord of their spiritual growth another oh lord is in the area probably of finances another is in the area of of father academics another is a legal issue one day the woman with the issue of blood needed an encounter because her issue was the issue of blood and bible said that when she encountered you there was a dry up of the fountain of her blood lord tonight let there be a dry up of somebody's issue as a result of an encounter with you all we came for tonight is an encounter and lord we thank you for once again opening the portal for us for another session of kingdom advancement conference and we pray throughout these days today wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday when we crown it let it be somebody's season of turn around Bible said that when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. And then was our mouth filled with laughter. And the heathen said, the Lord has done them good. Lord, let the world know that you have visited us. Let your presence be translated into a visitation. And let no one be the same again. Let no one be the same again. Let no one be the same again. Somebody put your hands together and celebrate the Lord. Come on, celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Take your seat in heavenly places. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Uh Is somebody in house? Is somebody online? All right, then put your hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited to welcome each and every one of us. Those of you online from all over the nations of the world. And those of you in person to another edition actually the 2023 edition of kingdom advancement conference hallelujah now what is the purpose or what is kingdom advancement conference now for a couple of weeks now i've been ministering and preaching about the kingdom of god now the kingdom of god is where god positioned us when he recovered us through redemption Just like the garden of Eden was to Adam and Eve, so is the kingdom of God to the believer. But the kingdom is a kingdom of keys. You know, the kingdom is a kingdom of all things made available. 
But then you can't access them except by the keys. So Jesus said to Peter, he said, you are Peter and upon this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And then he said something. He said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Then with the keys, what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. You see, and what you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. So the essence of the kingdom advancement conference is to come and glean keys. The keys of the kingdom. What are the keys of the kingdom? What must we do in order for us to bind and it to be bound in heaven? We lose and it to be lose in heaven. So the kingdom advancement conference is a, I mean, is a, is a conference or is a period where we come to have deeper and in-depth knowledge about the mysteries of the kingdom in order to receive the keys, in order to be who God wants us to be. Now, with all our kingdom, uh, kingdom advancement conferences, we have an array of mighty, 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 mighty men of God. I thought you put a clap together for the Lord. Now, you got to understand that if God want to bless a group of people, he will send them a man. You read in the book of Acts chapter 10, and Bible says that the Lord wanted to visit the house of Cornelius. When he sent an angel, he told the angel, go and tell Cornelius to call a man. And when he comes, he will tell you what to do. Why didn't God send the angel? Because God works with men. Bible says that we are co-laborers with God. So, anytime God sends you one of his choicest servants, ladies and gentlemen, it means that you have been favored by heaven. Now, I told you in the course of the week that I am not approaching this kingdom advancement conference as a host, even though I am humbled to be that. But then I am approaching it as somebody with an expectation. I have a major expectation. And my prayer is that, Lord, by the close of the conference, let ABC be accomplished. Now, all our kingdom advancement conferences... Our main guest, our main speaker has always been my personal spiritual father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of course, I will introduce him, but then we will also have Reverend Terry Bailey. That is the district superintendent of the Assemblies of God, Tennessee District. I thought you would give a better clap unto the Lord for his life. Yeah. Paul the other day said, I have fought the beast of Ephesus. And because of that, other people, Timothy and co, were able to do ministry. Sometimes there are people that have fought certain forces upon the land. So that we can stand upon their shoulders and then do whatever the Lord wants us to do. One of them is this great servant of God. He is the district superintendent. You will see him in the course of the time. And then also we have Reverend Dr. David Asante. Yeah. A very astute man of God. Hallelujah. And um, he will be also in the course of time in. But tonight, having to start for us, my spiritual father, ladies and gentlemen, he's a man of God, but I'm not introducing him. I'm just saying something because we will listen to his profile. Hallelujah. And so, whilst we are still seated, I want us to look and listen to the profile of my spiritual father. 
And then afterwards, I will introduce him. And just like John chapter 2 verse 5 said, whatsoever he tells you to do, do it. You see? Yeah. Whenever the Lord calls us, he instructs us. So anytime an instruction comes and then you receive it, the instruction makes you what it said it will make you. So I want us to look at the profile of my spiritual father. Reverend Dr. Kujubuaten Bempa, the Bishop of Holy Hill Chapel. All right. And a book author. He is a man associated with the supernatural dimension of signs and wonders. Dr. Bempa is the senior pastor of Holy Hill Chapel Assemblies of God in Accra, Ghana, a dynamic, growing megachurch. He has also been appointed as a board member of the Healing Jesus Crusade, an international evangelistic ministry headed by the renowned evangelist and teacher, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Dr. Bempa is married to Lady Pastor Patience Keturah Bempa and God has blessed them with two beautiful girls, Shunammite and Abigail. His teachings and messages are available in audio and video format via podcast. You can also interact with him and join live services via Facebook Live and YouTube under the same name, Kojo Watin Bempa. He travels around the world bearing the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. His ministry is characterized by mass salvation, healings, diverse kinds of miracles, supernatural experiences, and financial breakthroughs. You needed 200 Ghana cities to buy a phone. She okay. had 150 Ghana cities. She sold it on the altar. Someone we sold all the 150. Somebody gave her $900. Daddy, there's a powerful testimony with our brother. For 15 years, he has been suffering from hernia. But when you we were ministering, Suddenly he began to feel the pain at that place and the, the thing disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to Jesus! Our brother had been suffering from issues with the testicles. Testicles. One is bigger than the other. Check the dictionary. One of the testicles. Listen, we are moving into Bible standard miracles. That's right. One of the testicles is bigger than the other. That's right. So the last time he came to church, he came to church for the past five years. For the past five years, he's been suffering from this affliction. Affliction. Yes, it, it comes with pain. When urinating, it split into two. When you are urinating, the urine will split into two. Listen, this is somebody's serious matter. The urine will split into two. When urinating, I suffer pain before the urine will come out. So what have you? So last week that I came. I was very shy to come on to the altar to explain. To explain. So I went under a tent to under tell the tent. them okay. it. But today, as I went home that day, I was still feeling the pain. So today, as we were jumping and I was dancing and I said, no, I've been healed. So today I need to. So the pain is gone? Now I have my normal testicles. You have your normal testicles? Hallelujah! So the testicles have grown back and all of them have oh! become the same sir. somebody give the Lord a shout come on somebody put your hand together for the Lord now this is a mighty mighty man of God sought by the grace of God all over the world and um, it's such a humbling privilege to have him decide that every year as far as the Lord gives him the grace, he'll be honoring this powerful invitation to pour into us. 
the senior pastor of a mega, mega, mega mighty church right in the center of Accra, the capital of Ghana. A very, very, very powerful ministry. He was the one that commissioned me into pastoral ministry. I never ever, I always tell you, I never ever dreamed that I'll be a full-time pastor. He said, you are called. I said, yes, sir. Hallelujah. And my pastoral schooling has been under his tutelage. Yeah. He will gather us when we started, whether under mango tree, except there is no gathering place. He will gather us and he will impart into us. Some of the times we'll be like, hey, this man will not leave us alone. But we never knew that that was our training just like just like David had his training at the backyard. He's a man that, if you ask me to define him in real sense, I'll tell you that he is a man that love and fear God. I have worked with him personally. I've slept with him in the same room. I've ate his food. When he finished eating, nobody touches it if I'm around. Praise the name of Jesus. You will not understand it, but I know. And ladies and gentlemen, he's a man with a heart for God and with a heart for people. A mega ministry that started with just about um, five of us. And today, it is boasting of sitting over 5,000 every Sunday. Run multiple services with amazing properties for the kingdom of God in the middle of Accra. You see, this can only be God. You see, that is why sometimes when I speak, I tell you that only believe because I have been somewhere and I have seen it happen before. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the humble servant of God who the Lord has sent our way now. And I don't want you to take anything for granted. Don't let anything interrupt, disrupt you. I want you to keep your focus on him. Bible says that the man at the beautiful gate kept his focus on Peter and then he received his miracle. God is going to do amazing things through him within these few days. So if you are here, you are online. Where are all of you online? Welcome. And wherever you are connected from, I want you to type it in the comment section. Whichever country, whichever state, whether on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook, we want to acknowledge where you are connected from. And we want to gather and know where you are connected from. So Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, I want you to be on your... By the way, before then... He brought his latest book and he brought only 40 copies. Only 40 copies. And um, it is just going for a, 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 just $10. He's not selling it for money. He is just giving it to us, but he wants us to be responsible for it. So if you got $10 right after service, I want you to run and then see my daughter, Brianna. Brianna will be handling it. Bray, can you wave your hand to us? Yeah, she'll be handling it, rush to it, just 40 copies. And so, um, ladies and gentlemen, he's an author of many books. Now, I want you to be on your feet with me. And we want to celebrate this gift that God has given unto the body of Christ. My spiritual father, Bishop Dr. Kwejo Guateng Bempa. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bishop of Holy Hill Chapel Worldwide. We celebrate you, Papa. Lift your hands with the Lord. The song I want you to sing, I don't know if you know how to sing it. <laughs> I pray, I pray. You know the song? Okay, sing. 
everybody lift your hands if you can't sing just make one let's go let's wave your hands I pray, I step into the realm where everything is possible at the altar of fire. And as I pray, I step into the realm where everything is possible. And as I pray, I step into a realm. And as I pray, I step into where everything is possible. Where everything is the of fire. And the altar of fire. Okay, thank you very much. Now, lift your hands. After church, I will teach you. So that's going to be our song this week. Very power. Lift up your hands. The song says, When I pray, I step into a realm where everything is possible. There is a realm where everything is possible. It's not the academic realm. It's not, it's not the financial realm. It's the prayer realm. When I pray, I step into a realm. So this week, believe God for certain impossible things. To become possible in your life wow father we thank you tonight we bless you for this mega 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 church Amen. for this wonderful 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 church for this prosperous church Amen. for this explosive church Amen. for this glorious church Amen. thank you for the opportunity that the mustard seed is now becoming a mighty cedar tree under which many, 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 many people will come and take solace. We bless you, we honor you, we thank you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Let the choir sit down.
Adams has come. We're, we're supposed to come together, but the American planes decided to divide us. So he has been my long, 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 long standing apostle, traveling together, preaching the word of the Lord. Let's honor the presence of Apostle Joseph Adams. <laughs> He's sitting in the corner there. <clears throat> wow. He's like, he's like a Timothy with travel, preaching, killing devils, and people fighting us together. But by the grace of God, God has blessed us. I also came with my wife, but you know, women are always tired, so. They have to rest more. Amen? I want us to honor the apostle of this church, Apostle Nikki Ejakon. <laughs> the man of God. Wow. For wonderful, 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 wonderful ministry work. Uh, anytime I come, he makes me feel like I'm in heaven. Even though this place is no, no, nowhere near heaven, but he's able to create a heaven's atmosphere. And let's also clap our hands for my daughter LP Asantua Ejapon, the woman of God. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you for creating the enabling atmosphere for all of us to be around. If a pastor's wife doesn't like you, you can't go to the place. You see, the pastor is the preacher, but the woman are the atmosphere. Glory to God. And so we want to thank God for her life. Amen. And um, we want to thank God for our long, 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 long standing pastors and elders, L.P. Hawa. I see Mr. Obodai always hiding at the back there. And especially the engineers, the engineers. What is the name of that big, big black guy sitting there? Nanaya, clap your hands for all the engineers who are carrying the message from here. And Another group I want to honor are our instrumentalists. They play very, 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 very well. And especially in this part of the world, you don't get many instrumentalists. They are in the discos. But these ones are in the house of the Lord. I want to clap for them. Clap your hands for them. And today... I saw an amazing miracle. The dress of our choir. My God. It's too powerful. Let's, let's clap our hands for them. Um, you, know, you know, people do excellent things, but they don't do it for God. So when I see people doing excellent things for God, it's, it's a sign that they are now understanding who created them. And so when people used to go to disco, they dress better than as they started coming to church. But all the best things in life must be given to God. And another thing that is always blowing me to fall under power is the dresses of the, the ushers. My God. <laughs> Too powerful. You, see, you might not know what it means, but it's a sign of respect for God. 
when you respect your husband, you bath before you sleep. <laughs> sit down, sit down before you, you start falling. Oh, Francis, how did you appear here? Come, 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 come. <laughs> Sing one song. I came with you. Sing and let's enjoy ourselves before. Uh, sing a song that my guys can play. <laughs> one of the things you have to decide to do is to be happy in the house of God. If you, it's a decision you have to take. Otherwise, the devil will give you an alternative. Amen. Amen. God, oh, Abi, you are there. God bless you. You are one of the ushers. Powerful. Amen. Very powerful. So, brothers, sing something and let us see what. Okay. Glory to God. I just want to say. Baba.
the one I tested you. I don't know if they can play. So do E flat. Oh, do Takashi perform. Okay. chapter 14 John 14 we need to have a certain perspective Jesus never promised us the earth he promised us heaven until you get that concept right you may be investing in the wrong place you may be wasting your life in the wrong things 
every businessman invests into his future. So John 14, verse 1 to 3, this kingdom advancement. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God and believe also in me. Jesus is talking. Don't be worried about many, many things. What you don't have, what you have. Believe in God. Believe also in me. So, the first thing you need to do in this life is to believe in God. Not in systems. Not in human beings. Not in who is in power and who is out of power. Believe in God. Because after all is said and done, only God will remain. They believe his prophets, men that God has sent to teach you the word of God. You see, many people don't know that this coming to church, that sometimes as we are coming, we want to use our extra time. When we don't have anything doing, that's when we want to go. Actually, but it is the main thing of your life. It is the main thing. So Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Many so-called big, 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 big shots in this life will be deceived and mocked by demons after they die. How the devil will tell them, foolish man, with all your money, you see, I deceive you. Like the five men that paid two fifty thousand each and signed their death warrant and entered into a tube and, and killed themselves. You see, the wisdom of men is so limited. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe you also in me. Look at the verse 2. This is the promise he gave us. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, because many people disbelieve the fact that we are going somewhere. I will not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. That place is not New York. It's not Tennessee. It's not Africa. It's not South America. So shift your mind. I go to prepare a place for you. He said, and when I go and I prepare a place for you, I will come again. Let's go to the next verse. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. This is where the assurance is. I will come again. Tell your friend, Jesus is coming. Again and again and again and again and again and again. I will come again. And when I come, what will I do? I will receive you unto myself. And that where I am, there ye may also be. So there is a place prepared and we are about to go. How many are ready to go? If I get heaven, I will go today. No, I don't actually know what I'm doing here. The only reason why I'm here is because some people are not saved. And so he, he have to still use me as a mouthpiece. So I may preach unto them also. But if you tell me to choose heaven and earth, I will choose heaven straight. Why is it so? There's no darkness in heaven. You see, many many of you think you live in a developed world. Go to heaven and see real development. It's a place without darkness. It's a place where all human desires are met. You know, recently a man of God went to heaven. They took him on a trip to heaven. And then when he got into his room that they built for him, the chairs that are in his heart, he has not told anybody because he doesn't have money to buy. Those were the chairs he used to decorate his living room. So he asked the angel, how do you know these are the chairs I want? The angel said, in this place, all every man's desire, all of them are met. 
So even the things that are in your heart that because of financial crippleness, you can't discuss it. God knows. So that is what you use to decorate your personal room for you. And then while they were talking, the man who he likes pets, then he saw a dog in the room. Are dogs in heaven? He said there are all kinds of animals in heaven. Some people even have lions in their living room. But the heaven lions, they don't eat people. They are born again. The only animal that does not there is snake because the snake, he decided to have a friend with the devil, so he's been cursed forever. But there are lions there, there are tigers there, even if you want an elephant. So those of you who are not thinking about heaven every day, your mind is on earth. Listen, that's why you are not happy. When you become a heavenly focused person, you eat or you don't eat, you are full of joy. You wear or you don't wear, you are full of joy. And that is also going to make you very committed to the church because the church is the doorway to heaven. The church is the only place when you enter, they are talking about things that look very strange. Only people who go to church have hope today. Today the whole world has become hopeless. But not for those who follow Jesus Christ. So I came to convince you there is a better hope for your future. Tell your friend there is a better hope for your future. So people who come to church will be laughing all the time. Can we give somebody a laughter? You have nothing to lose. Eh? If you see those who are not laughing, they are those who are depressed by the devil. Serving God, there is nothing to lose. What do you lose? He said, for me to live is Christ and to die is what? Christianity is the only thing that whether you are going forward or backwards is profit. You need to understand nobody is bringing you to church because we want the church to get full. People in church have escaped eternal damnation. I want to have time. If I have time, I will explain to you the 13 characteristics of hell. You will even jump out today. People don't know what is about to happen to us. So being born again and coming to church is the greatest gift that Jesus has come to give you. Put your hands together for him. Being born again and going to church. So those of you who are not excited when you go to church, when I was coming, I was sitting in a plane with a little girl. He said he's going to Canada. So as soon as I sat down and I said, um, you, you go to church? I don't go to church. Church is very boring. I said, hey. You don't understand, that's why it's boring you. I began to now explain things to her. 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 And then I said, let's pray the sinner's prayer. In the plane, I was getting somebody born again. And I told them, our meeting today is organized by heaven. Because I was supposed to sit in the corner there and she's supposed to be here. And I met a man who has some children. They were disturbing him. So I changed my seat for the man. And then that brought that lady to sit in the corner. And I got her born again before the plane flew. And I said, pray with me. Why did I do that? So she was surprised. Why am I talking? And I said, you should pray the next prayer. When you finish, you say, are you a pastor? I said, yes. And then I told her, any prayer request that you have, Tell me right now, I'm going to pray. So I'm going to Canada to look for this. I said, oh, that one is easy for God. Then I, I pray for her. Then he said, pray for me. I like a lot of money. Small girl. 
I said, money. Ah, you are in the right place at the right time. Jesus has all the money in this world. According to Hagar chapter 2 verse 8, he said, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord. So serving God, you have not lost anything. That's what I want to explain because some of you, you put one of your legs here, it's like they have to move you like locomotive before you go to church. Because maybe you don't understand. You see, listen, all of us sitting here, we're condemned to death. And not just dying so you forget your sorrow. This is death. Where you are dead but you are not dead. You are dead but you are alive to pain and sorrow. The pain and sorrow of your life continues forever till forever till forever till forever till forever. Why? Everyone that sins must die. So we are all condemned to death. So what did Jesus actually do? Jesus didn't die to give you a car to drive. There are people who don't go to church. They are driving. Jesus didn't die to give you a husband. People are having husbands every night. A new husband. You marry in the night, divorce in the morning. The prostitutes. Jesus did not die to give you education. He died to save you from eternal damnation. To suffer eternally. And people say, what is it? Number one, number one, number one. You see, what people don't know is that anybody that goes to hell will lose his name, his status. When Once you land in hell, you are a nobody. You have no name, you have no identity. Why? Because once you land in hell, your body becomes full of maggots. Maggots are cram- climbing from your nose, from your, your mouth. Everywhere, you become like a rotting meat. That's how people that land in hell. Now, apart from being like a rotting meat, who is going to use a rotting meat for something? Your body is full of maggots. They are climbing in and out of your body. 24 hours of a million years. And then, the next thing that happens to you is that people think when they go to hell, they will see family members and friends. Anybody that goes to hell lives in a pit by himself. What even makes the place worse is that there's no communication. Everybody lives. You see your mother. People say, oh, you see Bob Marley. Did Bob Marley tell you he's going to hell? Because most of these guys, when they get to the place of death, they repent. Because most of the people have had experience with God when they were young. Just that they backslided. And then people say, oh, I will see Peter Tosh who will pray. Guitar can go. Guitar cannot survive in hell because the heat in hell is 12,000 degrees Celsius. And you say, what is that? The World Trade Center, your center that was bombed by those terrorists. The aviation fuel and the crash created a heat of 2,000 degrees Celsius. We can burn you in 15 seconds. That's 2,000 degrees Celsius. But the heat in hell is 12,000. Think about it. How will you survive with a heat of 12,000 degrees Celsius times 6 of the heat that killed the people in the World Trade Center? This is what Jesus died to save us from. But you see, we are trivializing salvation. Because hell is in the center of the earth. It's beneath. 
Number three, there is no air to breathe. Nobody breathes in hell. It's such a horrible, 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 horrible place. The church is not your vacation center. It's a place to live. So you can escape this horrible future. And you, you say, oh man of God, how can God say he loves people? And he creates such a horrible future for them. He didn't create this future for you. He created it for the devil. Matthew 25, 41. Hell was created for the devil and his demons. Anyone that goes there went there by choice. So what is Lucifer doing today as I'm standing here? What Lucifer is doing is that he's also gathering multitudes to go and suffer hellfire with him. He's the one that rebelled against God. We were not there. But he has decided he will not go alone. So I want you to know, forget about all this, your small, small financial problems, small, small marital problems. By the way, marriage Christ is removed from hell because if we take it there, confusion will be too much. <laughs> Everybody will be free. Nobody is married in, 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 in heaven. Free. There are two things that are, you can't find in heaven. There is no marriage and there is no sea. The sea that killed the, the people, God has taken it off. Because me like this, I won't be happy if there is a sea there because I don't know how to swim. There are rivers and swimming pools, but not a sea where somebody is going to do some small expedition and he get lost. Because actually there are demons inside the sea. According to Revelation 12, 12, the demons that were cast out, they, they live in two places. They live in, on the earth and in the sea. So those of you who don't understand why the sea is such a dangerous, dangerous place to play. The type of demons that are in the sea, people have not seen them on earth. That's why people go and see all kinds of things happen to them. And people, what is happening? What is happening? Because, Revelation 12, 12, look at it. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Only the heavenly people can rejoice. On earth you cannot rejoice. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. Where are we living? We live on earth and we have the sea. That's why the problems of this life never go away. Woe to the inhabitants. For the devil is come down unto you. So all the demons that came down, some entered into the sea and the rest we live with them here. And what? They have great wrath. Because the devil knows that his time is short. Sometimes human beings want to make the devil their friend. But you see, he, he, he's not friendly. The devil has no friend. Pastor, oh me, I like R&B. It doesn't matter. You are trying to befriend him, but he has no friends. He destroys everybody that comes into contact with him. The devil destroys everybody. So if you have any of his property in your life, go and throw them away. He is not a friend. All those that serve, serve the devil, he gave them a tragic end. Those of us who are not serving him, he's always fighting us. If you serve him, he will destroy you. And why? The smell in hell can kill a full grown man in one second. The smell there. Because the Bible says that demons they smell. And it is a place, it's their five star hotel. You see, some of you have not had an experience, so when we are preaching like this, you may tell, I have quotation for everything I'm saying. Yeah, that this is not my main message. This appetite. I want you to decide in your life one place you must avoid. 
When you hear that word, start running. You see people talk, talking in their house. Go to hell, go to hell. If you understand it that way, you never, you never say very simple like that. You can go to hell. One of your friends, not a place to go. Don't, uh, don't even think about it. Don't think about it. Hell is a place for wicked, merciless demons. Wicked. They kill, they maim, and they are disgusting. They smell. You can't survive in hell. If you ever find a gutter in hell, it is filled with blood that has clotted for years. And it smells all over the place. So I'm saying that the smell in hell can kill you when you when you breathe it in. We need time to explain some of this. So 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 coming to church, you have escaped something terrible. You have escaped, so you can't trade your salvation for a boy or a girl or a car or money. Money is useless. The cheapest thing. Jesus didn't save you. He, he saved us from eternal damnation. Everybody that goes to hell is like a prisoner. And hell is also a prison. We call something solitary confinement. When you are there and you don't talk to anybody, a time comes you go crazy. So in the prison, when they put you in the cubicle by yourself, one of the things they do is that they hit the floor. They make noise on the floor so they don't go crazy. But in hell, everyone will go crazy. Because you won't talk to anybody. There is nobody to see. You are in a pit by yourself. Your name is forgotten. Your identity is forgotten. Sometimes people feel like all these big, big men on, on earth. He used to be a president. He used to be this. Once you don't know Jesus, all your titles, you are detitled. You enter hell like this. You are no more a fine girl. You are no more Miss, Miss America. You enter the gate. You are useless piece of meat. But the demons will make sure that you become as nothing. So let us be careful. Take serving God serious. Take it serious. You have some kobo kobo in your pocket. So because of that, we should leave you to fly. Even if you have all the money in the world, can you compare it? Lucifer in Matthew chapter 4 gave Jesus the whole world. Jesus rejected it because he knew that there was something better than the whole world. And he said, he said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? And so what is the devil doing? He won't, the same temptation, he's trying to offer us many things so we lose our soul. If you like, give him your soul. He will give you everything. Because he knows your soul is worth more than every useless thing he want to give you. And what are we doing? The things that Jesus rejected are the things we are. Come to church. I don't have time. You don't have time for set to serve God. What do you have time for? You know, recently, one Muslim boy, he was selling by the roadside. Are you, are you here? And then, a man came to tell and said, Why today is Sunday? Why are you selling? He said, I'm a Muslim. The man said, So what? And so what? Jesus is the only way. You sit down and let the people confuse you. So this boy is looking at this man like this, and then the heavens open. And then the two of them in the afternoon, they are gone. Jesus told him something about what that I want to tell you. 
So, they are now moving. A Muslim boy that saw heaven, even what he saw is not heaven, it's paradise. He said, Pastor, the feeling that I had just being in the prayer, I've never had such a feeling in my life. Just the feeling of being in the atmosphere of heaven. I didn't want to come back. And then, he was saying, oh, uh, I'm this. And Jesus told him, no, 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 no. Don't believe in all those lies. Everyone that lives his life without me, is better he never live. Because I am the one that makes life meaningful. I am the one that makes life what? Meaningful. So what do, what do I want to tell you? Spend your life serving Jesus. Spend your life serving Jesus. There is a place that will cause us to avoid all the rough. When you go to hospital, all the sick people you see is the work of the devil. You see people sleeping by the roadside, the work of the devil. You see mad young people are growing mad today, the work of the devil. You see people, they are men. They say they want to change to become a woman. It's not, it's not, it's not them. And what people don't know that all of them have regretted. Today you go, so you, you see them giving their testimony. Because you see, a normal human being doesn't think like that. Except you are moved by demons. And in these last days, special demons will come to town. Today in Ghana, there are girls, they move in town. They don't wear panties, they are just moving. You wonder. You know, Last Thursday, I was in Osu, Oxford Street. In the middle of the night, winning shows 11. I saw girls wearing only brassier in the street. I said, no, these are not human beings. You see, the normal human being has some shape. That's why you see even little, little boys at a point when their mother is passing by, they cover themselves. But this uncovering generation is not God, it's demons. But demons don't wear panties. Naked I came. Demons. But some of you think it's a lifestyle. So I'm trying to explain things to you. Some of the things you see around. These are real demons. But you see, demons without human bodies have no expression. So they enter into people. So Jesus told us in the last days, he's going to cut the day short. Because otherwise, even the elect, they can't survive. Be careful. Be careful of the things you have allowed to enter your heart. Be careful of your desires in these last days. Be careful. Be careful. And today, governments are protecting the the demons. They are using legislation to protect the demons. Those doing wrong are giving more rights. Those doing, doing right, their rights are taken away from them. We are in the last days. Get ready for a first flight. Tell your friend, get ready for first flight. Do you know what a first flight is? The rapture of the church. First flight. And I can't guarantee your second flight because even now, crowd that nobody's pressing you, we don't know what we are, you are doing. Get ready for first flight. Maybe I will not even finish preaching. Boom, we are gone. Boom, we are gone. First Thessalonians 4.13 Let's warn the church. God will bless us, but that's not why we are here. God will give us marriages, but that's not why we are here. The reason why we are here is that the power
punishment of sin somebody has paid. So we will escape the horror of sin. And the epitome of the horror of sin is reserved in a place which is down, 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 down inside the center of the earth where there is no even earth to breathe. With the heat of 12,000 degrees Celsius and the fumes in that place is what we call sulfur dioxide. You know what is sulfur dioxide? When you are buying a car tire, the fumes, that's the air people breathe in hell. Everybody that goes to hell behaves as if he has asthma. Something is ahead of us. The church doesn't know. So people are playing games. Church is boring. Let it bore you and bore you and bore you and bore and bore you to heaven. It's better. Leave everything that will let you not go alone because Jesus did not promise us the earth. He has built a new city. This place has been corrupted by demons, by spirits, and all kinds of things. You know, that, that Muslim boy, he, he, he said that when, when, when they were in heaven, Jesus told him, I almost came last week. You know what it means. It's like he, he almost ended the world last week. And so they said, why? He said some four boys went and killed a pregnant woman. And how did they they, 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 they use, they bust the woman's pregnancy until the baby was aborted. He said, when I saw it, I almost ended the world. Which means that he almost came for the second time. So the more people are becoming wicked, the more he's being provoked to come and judge evil. That is what that, that thing means. He said, I almost came. I said, thank God didn't come. We are still praying prayer, jealousy for some people who are yet to enter into the church. So the more sin. So ladies and gentlemen, this is why we are talking about advancing the kingdom. Yeah. The church is the only entity promoting righteousness today. The court is not even promoting righteousness. The laws are not promoting righteousness. So, everyone in church must understand where we are. Don't give Jesus your extra time. Give him all the time. Don't give him extra time. Oh, if uh, the, the program is going on, but if I come from work and I'm not too tired. What? Jesus told that boy. He said, my people are ungrateful. And the boy said, why? He said, they don't thank me enough. And the boy said, he said, they are always looking for material things as the reason for, to thank me. But the greatest miracle of their life they don't know is that anytime they sleep, they wake up. And he told him, sleep is death. Yes, Jesus told him, he said, what they have to appreciate me for is when they wake up from sleep. That's the greatest gift in heaven. But we don't know. We take it for granted. Of course, I have to wake up. Of course, I have to wake up. You can try it tomorrow. You become an obituary only tomorrow. Some of you go out and preach, you can become an obituary because you normally sleep while the pastor is preaching. So, that flash of five minutes sleep is actually death. It's actually death. So all those of you here, including me, who have died many times and resurrected, lift your hands and thank God that even today you resurrected. Tell your friend you resurrected today. Today, if you didn't resurrect, you will not be sitting in church. We are always taking God for granted. He said, when you go, tell them that the, their biggest testimony is to sleep and to wake up. Because when a man sleeps, he's actually dead. Glory to God. So I came to challenge you. 
All these things I'm saying is not even the full message. So what about the people who don't even know their future? Many, many people, if you ask them, when you die, where will you go? Like that little girl, he said, uh, maybe somewhere. Maybe somewhere. You ask a Muslim, if you die, where will you go? Imam cannot answer. My grandfather was an imam, so nobody can challenge me what I say. You ask other people, where, when you die, where are you going? Only Christianity offers a sure future. Don't joke with the opportunity that you have gotten. Many never had it. All these suicide bombers, maybe if they got somebody to pray to them, instead of becoming a suicide bomber, they will have become priests. Their opportunity to be born again should not be taken for granted by anyone. And everyone that has been born, grab your salvation with your leg, with your hands, with your stomach, with your eye, with your nose, including your wig. You miss it, you regret. And it's not a regret that you regret today and recover tomorrow. It's an everlasting regret. It's an everlasting regret. That's why God has brought all of us here. To tell others and tell everybody. People don't know. The messages we are preaching, eh, they are from the Bible. But it doesn't move people enough because... We are only telling them the good side. We don't tell them the consequence. But every one of you here knew that when you went to school, there were two things they told you. Either you sit up and you, you study in your past, you misbehave, they, they clear you off. So there are two sides to everything. So what happens to those who will not serve God? I just gave you three descriptions. I have 13 or 14 of them. Some of them, when I start to talk about it, you will pray every minute of your life. Jesus, get me ready every day. Yeah. Give me a, how many of you, Jesus, come around and all our cars that we are packed outside, we will leave them. Yeah. Yeah. We will leave them. So you see, they are not too important to heaven like you think. They are not too important. A, 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 a young pastor died recently and then he asked, his bishop was crying. I said, question, God, why? God, why? You want people to laugh at us? We pray. He said, no, we don't have faith. And then the Lord said to him, shut up. Is he your servant? And the man, the man became quiet. He was asking the senior pastor that, is the junior pastor his servant? He said, he is my servant. And then he said, I like him. That's why I took him. I like him. That's when I began to realize that some people, when they die, it's not because of anything. No. Heaven says, no, I like you. I like this girl so much. Let her come home. Let her come home before he basilized. One of my young pastors called Pastor Stephen. Sent him to Sunyani to start a church. And then a week, a week ago, he was taken to heaven. And he went with his two new converts he has brought to church. And then when they went to, they go to paradise. And then they showed them the whole place. And they told him, you go back. And the new convert said, we'll go with you. And then he said, you are not going with him. Let him alone go. He has some work to do. And why are you know that? Maybe if you go, you must like stay here. It's better to be 30 years old and die and go to heaven than to be 90 years old and die and go to hell. Because in heaven we will live forever and never and never and never and never and never. So now, all those of us who are lucky to be saved. 
God has given us an assignment. What is it? To advance the kingdom. To expand the kingdom. Nobody should sit in the church idle. Thinking that, oh, if I like, I will go. If I don't like, I won't go. You cannot say if you like. Because if that is what people were saying, you won't be here today. People prayed. People gave. People evangelized. And every man is safe to save others. Every man is safe to save others. So everybody in this church must have a soul. When you turn your back, there must be somebody you brought to church. There are people in your office. There are people in your neighborhood. There are people in your grocery store. Wherever you find them, find them. Wherever you find them, find them. The church cannot remain like this. It must be overflowing. First service, second service, third service, fourth service, fifth service, seventh service. Telling the people who don't know that they should come to the saving knowledge of Christ. If you decide not to advance the kingdom, three things will happen to you. Number one, you are guilty of a murder charge. Ezekiel 33, 7 and 8. Murder charge. In, in America, if they charge you with murder, you know the consequence. Ezekiel 33. Seven and eight. I came to stir your spirit up. Son of man, I set the watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and warn them. So all of us, when we come to church and we hear the message, we have to go back and warn our friends who were not in church, who didn't know. Like right now, I just described, I told you the, the, the heat in hell. People don't know. You go and warn them that if you don't give your life to Christ, this and this and this and this and this and this is going to happen to you. Warn them for me. God cannot warn the people. He lives in heaven. We live on earth. And the people are not in heaven. They are on earth. So we are the ones taxed. For one person to be saved, you may never know the prayer investment, the money investment, the outreach investment. So you cannot be saved and fold your arms in the church and say, oh, I'm from me. I'm not a pastor. So winning is every believer's responsibility. Singing in the choir to help build a church. So when people come, they are excited. Whoa, beautiful girl like this are singing. I'm a beautiful girl, I'll join them. It's our responsibility. But in many churches, you go and find girls like this are hanging out somewhere. Clap your hands for my choir. God is going to honor you. Turn to somebody and say, warn them, warn them, warn them. Family members, office colleagues, forget about the laws in America. Warn them. If you warn them and they don't listen, leave them. Now he tells you, he said, warn them. So our, our responsibility is to warn people. Hey, you don't believe in Jesus, you go to hell. Tell them, don't keep your mouth shut. And then the verse 8 says, now look at, follow me. Verse 8 says, when I say to the wicked, oh wicked man, Thou shalt surely die. And thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man will die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require from you. So many Christians in their church are guilty of murder charges. For their friends who die without Jesus. Family members that die without Jesus. 
and and office colleagues that died with that Jesus. Man of God, why is it so? It is so because everybody here is a networker. Now, if not because of Pastor Nikki, I won't know. I won't know this white man. I won't know Connor. Through Pastor Nikki, I know Connor. Connor know me, but I've not connected it to anybody yet. Maybe when you come to Africa. So we are networkers. Through somebody, somebody knows somebody, and somebody knows. The same way through you, somebody must know Christ, and somebody must know Christ. So nobody can sit down tight. For instance, there is somebody in your office who is not born again. I may never enter that your office, because I don't even have an American card. But I met you here, and I provoke you. You go and provoke that people, because as far as God is concerned, you are the only, you are their only point of contact to God. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So, without you sending that message to that particular, he may never meet me forever. But he may meet me through you. So, no one sit idle in the church. Anyone that fold his hands is leading a group of people to hell. Because that person you touch will also touch somebody. And he will touch somebody. And he will touch. So, everybody here is an influencer. So you come to church, we stir you up. You go and stir somebody up. Somebody stir somebody up. So when one person becomes idle, he has sentenced many to hell. Mm. Warn them, I will require their blood. Human beings have created a counterfeit of many things except blood. So blood is priceless. You can't pay. So bring your friends to church. What will send me to that Osu place is the high street, like the uh, 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 downtown. 11 p.m. I said, Charlie, let's go and spend one hour. Maybe we'll get some people. Oh, and we got some souls. I discovered that rare sinners come out at a certain time of the of the night. <laughs> that night I saw rare sinners. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was with my guy. Chase that girl going. Chase that boy going. Chase that girl. They are not wearing panto. They are just moving. It. Okay. Nice girls who could have been singing in the choir. They don't know. They say because of money, but it's not true. They are lost. They are deceived. Everybody that goes to hell, you are guilty of deception. You have allowed the devil to deceive you. Now look at verse 9. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked, so our responsibility is to tell them. We are not the ones to save them. We are the ones to tell them. From his will. If he does not turn away. He shall die in his iniquity. But you have delivered your soul from his blood. But the question is. Are we telling them? Number, number two. Paul says that. Those that will not pray to others. Are cursed with the curse of stagnation. Now. Paul speaking, he said, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. First Corinthians 9.16 You can't give birth to your own children and you tell the children, are you coming to church with me? If you like coming, if you don't. Where? Why did you give birth to them? 
If you are not carrying them to heaven, you should have allowed them to remain eggs and eat them yourself. But to produce children who go to hell and suffer for the rest of their life, without you, without you putting pressure. But Saddam is there. Most sometimes, he, he, anytime the wife is not ready, he the man who will bath the children and bring them to church. Because see, when it comes to these matters of salvation, it's not a man's responsibility and a woman's responsibility. Whatever it is, our responsibility. Or maybe the wife is sick. Or say, hey, now, now you go to church. Bring them to the. We don't leave children for anybody because to us, they are not children. These are souls. Souls. In the plane, there was a woman with a son. I think the boy is 17. Isn't it? The boy was watching video throughout and playing jiggy jiggy chow, jiggy jiggy jiggy. I said, This woman is raising an idiot. He played music throughout, just dancing. And Yes, as the demons are entering into him, when they become full blown, it affects everybody, including the woman that is helping this boy. Though I preach the gospel, look at it. I have nothing to grow with, for necessity is laid upon me. So next time, Pastor Nikki said, We are going to the shopping mall. Don't tell us you don't have time, man. Necessity, whoa, the word woe is cursed. If I preach not the gospel. So those of us who are not preaching. We are losing many things. And when I finish. I will show you seven things that will happen to you. If you respond to advance his kingdom. And the reason why we must all go. God hate unproductivity. Every Christian must be a fruit bearing believer. You must bear fruit. You must bear fruit. The instruments, if you do, even if you don't know how to play, sit down and play something. Nobody came to work in the church. No. We are workers in his vineyard. I don't even know even if Francis can play keyboard. It's only today. Because I didn't know Whatever pressure you put on yourself to do something. You see, we are not created to serve ourselves, so please. Revelation 4.11 says, For his pleasure will be created. Your life must give God pleasure, not even your husband pleasure or your wife pleasure. Human beings forget. God does not forget. Look at it. Thou are worthy. Today I came to encourage you. This is no preaching. To receive glory and honor and power. For thou was created. Thou has created all things. And for thy pleasure, they were created. So if you wake up and you carry your jackknife as a man and you are shooting all the girls around, is that one giving God pleasure? You wake up as a girl, you say, I'm a fine girl. You are sleeping with anything in trousers. Is it giving God pleasure? This is why people even suffer with their gifts. Oh, I'm gifted. I can sing any song I want to sing. You are singing demonic songs. Is your life giving God pleasure? You created all this and for thy pleasure. Ask yourself. Every moment of your life must give pleasure to God. People are destroying their destiny because of ignorance. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. This is my hair. This is my hair. I can do whatever I want. So you are a man. You say you want to be a woman. God created you a man. 
Ah, so I'm going to the surgery. I don't like this one. Recently, somebody sent me a video. Uh, uh, some ladies are in a, they are in a, a theater. Well, you know, they are not young, but they were they, they are they are they are doing a surgery so that their breasts can stand. This thing is created to fall. You want it to stand? How will it stand? Two people in the theater. One was shaping shaping her bum bums. The other one was standing her breast. Useless. Useless things. The Bible says the flesh profit nothing. This flesh you are decorating, creaming. A profit nothing. Don't concentrate too much on the flesh. I want to look like this. I want to look like this. I want to look like this. And women that have never studied chemistry are now missing creams in their room. They have become chemists. To change their color. Dreams that a doctor will not mix, ladies are mixing them. Flesh, 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 flesh. You see men, they are looking like crazy boys. You know why? We want to give pleasure to ourselves. But the Bible says that you were created. Your life must give God pleasure. So you can decide to do what you want. You see, when you don't understand some of this, you call it freedom. It's not freedom, it's bondage. It's bondage. Can you can you can you tell me that your mobile phone wakes up tomorrow morning and it tells you I'm now I am. He said, I want to, you to make a call. He said, Don't use me to make a call. I want to iron. <laughs> Did I buy you to iron? He said, No, 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 I've changed. I'm changing my nature. Has that iPhone given you pleasure? No. That's what people are doing. And any life that doesn't give pleasure to God is a wasted life, and that life will be judged. So sisters, let everything you do give pleasure to God. Let every move you move, let your money bring God pleasure. Do you understand? Your wig must not cost more than your tithe. (laughs) Must not cost more than your title. It's God who is keeping you. It's not your wig. People even go to church. They won't give offering. And they will use their money to buy things that they want. Everything. Me, 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 me. Lift your hand and say from today. My life will give God pleasure. It's there. Can you put it in another amplifier? Because when you have certain understanding, serving God. It's easy for you. Serving God. Is it amplifier? Amplifier. Oh, you have, you, do you have the cutter? Passion is there. Okay. Revelation. You can give me passion translation. Let me, let me, let me. I'm just explaining you today. Yes. Don't think that your time, when you get extra, I give to God. He deserves everything. You are worthy, O Lord, God, to receive glory, honor, power, for you created all things, and by your plan they were created and exist. Give me amplifier. Your pleasure, when God sees you in the morning, you get happy with you. That's my daughter passing. 
That's my son passing. That's my daughter passing. For you, you created all things by your will, they were created, brought into being. And so you are created by God. That's why God will judge people. Those that change their legs, God will judge them. Those that change their nose, they have, they have to be judged. And they do things that bring them pleasure and the devil pleasure. And they leave the creature alone. If women were created to sleep with women, is that how God created it? You see, you see the modern generation is a rebel. It's a total rebel. They are going in the opposite direction of everything that God is. That's why we believe this is the last generation that Jesus is coming. He can't let this generation pass. We are too wicked. <laughs> we are too wicked. We are too wayward. And that is also why your influence in society has become imperative. You are the salt of the world. Go and salt them. In your school. In your school. If they don't even allow you to stand in the class, can't you grab grab the class people one on one? Oh, oh hey, Lucy, I want to buy lunch for you. But the plan is not lunch, it's salvation. You corner the person somewhere. And they will forever be grateful to you. Once they make heaven. Me, every believer whose life is not wrapped around salvation, your life is a waste. If you like, you can build all the mansions in Manhattan. It's a wasted life. It's a wasted life. Mansions won't go to heaven. Skyscrapers will not go. Souls are going. So if you invest all your life in material things and you are not touching souls practically, it's a wasted life. It cannot cross this world. And so, we must all embrace working towards the expansion of the kingdom. All men must be saved. Jesus loves all men. And John 4.42, when I read it, I was so excited. He said he's the savior of the world. They may hate him, but he's the savior of their world. The woman, the woman at the well was not trained at copper. The very day the woman became a born again, she became a witness. So, the, the, the very day you know Christ, you are ordained as a chartered soul winner. Verse 29. The Bible said the woman dropped her water pot. And what did she say? She doesn't know Hebrew. She doesn't know Greek. He doesn't know John 3, 16. Nothing. He ran into the city. Come and see. 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 Something is happening in... Uh, how do they call this? Mafis Bureau. Mafis bro. Whichever is happening, there is a borrow somewhere. And then, come and see, come and see, come and see. He went shouting, 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 shouting. And the Bible said, because of this woman's testimony, the whole city of Samaria, somebody clap your hands for the Lord, my God. One prostitute. One prostitute. Verse, verse 30. The whole city. They went out of the city and came to him. One woman. He didn't know Hebrew. No Greek. He has not been baptized. So what was he preaching? Your personal testimony is your greatest message. 
write that one down. So there's a me, I don't know any Bible. If you are going on so when you don't need a Bible. I've never carried Bible to go and win souls before. Your personal testimony. I was healed of kidney failure 33 years ago. And it's always my message. When I said, sister, do you know what happened to me? And then their eyes are watching. When I'm messing, what? That Jesus save you. Your personal testimony is your greatest. Pastor, I just came to the church. Oh, we are very fresh. Fresh soul. So nobody has the reason to say, I can't preach. I can't do this. I can't do this. We didn't send you to go and quote any scripture. Before you go and say, John 3, said, there's a John in my house, very wicked man. If he's the one that sent you, don't talk. <laughs> Zachariah says, Zachariah, what? Zachariah! <laughs> one Saudi Arabian man stolen this money. He's called Zachariah. You use him to preach there, you spoil the message. <laughs> Tell the person, this is, I used to be like this. How many, there's nobody here without a testimony. There's no single one person here. You have two testimonies. Testimonies of your conversion and the testimony of healing, breakthrough. At least Jesus has done something in your life. That is your testimony. Shake the people and say, you have a message, eh? You have a, everybody here has a message. Everybody here has a message. Everybody has a message. And we have to go and tell them. Now, if we obey the commandment to go, what is going to happen to us? Oh, plenty of blessings. All the blessings we are looking for is connected to soul winning. And that's what I'm going to try to explain to you. Number one, every soul winner is a spiritual fisherman. And there is a good coin in the mouth of every fish caught. Every soul winner is a spiritual fisherman. <laughs> Matthew 4.19 I will make you fishers of men. Matthew 17.27 He said go to the sea. When you catch the fish, open his mouth. There is a gold coin inside. In the ma- you see, look at it. Look at the, the guys, people playing to me. Where did we get them from? Souls. Some of you, your marriage is inside the soul's mouth. Your biggest business business breakthrough. This man shoe, my soul bought it from me from South Africa. This man watch my soul. Everything I'm wearing. Because when I understood it, I stopped pursuing things. I began to pursue after souls. There is a gold coin in the mouth of every soul caught, every fish caught. So we are all spiritual fishermen. And you see, Jesus' job is fishing. It's fishing souls. So when you become a soul winner, you become Jesus' partner in business. <laughs> Why are small companies joining big companies? Because when the small company gets broke, the big company will invest capital. Jesus' company is the biggest company in the world and it's a soul winning company. It's a soul winning what? How many are joining that company today? Some of us joined that company. We are enjoying life. I am a spiritual fisherman. In the mouth of every fish, 
there is a gold coin. In other words, so when it makes people rich, that's what it means. That's point number one. So when it makes people rich, a lot of Christians who are not happy, can I tell you why you are not happy? It's not your wife. Oh. Neither is it your job and your picture. You are not a soul winner. A soul winner is automatically happier. It's called Mr. Happier. Because Luke 15 10 says that anytime you win so you spark up joy in heaven. And whatever a man sows, he shall reap. He shall reap. He shall reap. As I came here, I'm very happy if I see all these fine souls. I have a big TV in my house. For six months, I've not opened it. Because it's not TV that gives me joy. Anytime I see people come to the altar, they lift their hands. I see, I see cocaine dealers. I have a guy in my church called Scott. He used to sell cocaine, sell weed, everything shareable he was selling them. And he was drawing tattoos too at the same time. He saw some young girls in the church just dancing. I said, I like to dance. That's how the cocaine dealer was converted by the Holy Ghost dance of the people. Two weeks ago, when I was preaching, I saw him. I said, Scott, Charlie, how now? He said, Papa, look at all the people sitting on these two rows, row number one, row number two. Scott alone brought all of them to church. And the guy sitting beside him, he said, this is another cocaine seller. I brought my kind. Go and look for your kind. Box somebody and say, go and look for your kind. If we're a fat woman, bring fat women to the church. If we're a tall man, bring tall men to the church. If you are, whatever you used to do, you have friends there. Go back to the disco and bring those who were disco taken together. The woman went back into the city. You see? So, Luke twenty two thirty five says, When I send you without money, did you lack anything? Did you lack anything? They say no. Why? He pays for witness. Every soul winner is on God's employment list. And he will pay you. Some of you unfortunately live in America. You only get money through hard work. But we don't only prosper through hard work. We prosper by favor. That's what you don't know. You can work hard and suffer hard. But when God opens your heavens, what they work hard for, you receive as a gift. You receive as a gift. And today you are entering the gift zone of life. The gift zone. Somebody will dash you a car. Somebody will dash you that. Somebody will dash you that. You are not saying amen because you don't understand what I'm saying. I prophesy over your life that what men are saving money to buy, they will give it to you as a gift. I say they will give it to you as a gift. Just simply be a soul winner. Every soul winner is on God's payroll. Abba. Every soul winner is on God's payroll. Yesterday when I was coming, I didn't use that. We didn't use the VIP that we normally use because these Delta people, we are trying to change many things. So I, I came to the airport late. Every junction I get, when I get to the, ah, hey, pastor, man of God, they carry my back. I go to another junction. Ah, I belong to that church. We came to preach there. Carry my back until I entered into the plane. They didn't let me hold my back. So where did you put my back? I didn't see it. 
Later, I have to open the destiny and find it. Favor all the way. Favor all the way. Favor all the way. Hold your sister and say, Sister, be a chatter so way now. Chatter in this thing. They come and see business. Come and see oh this Sunday. Man of God, I cannot preach. Okay, don't preach. Invite. Invite. You don't know how to invite. Everybody who have ever had a party before know how to invite. Lucy, I'm having a party. Barbecue. The same way you used to chase girls. Chase after souls. The same strategy. Some, some boys, they used to dress in the evening, polish, and they step into town. Or come mape. Koyesupe. Turn the mape into Jesus' pe. And bring souls. When you used to chase girls, what was happening to you? So your money that was finishing. Because humanizing is downward investment. Chase after souls. Number two, every soul winner is wise. And the wise will inherit the glory of God. If you see somebody going after souls, it's a wise man. Proverbs 11.30, he that winner so is wise. This is kingdom investment. This I can preach on miracles. I hope you can't be surprised. Maybe Friday I will switch more. And now, I'm preaching on souls as if there's no other message to preach. So when I is wise, Proverbs eleven thirty, and Proverbs three thirty five, the wise will inherit glory. People don't understand the word glory. What does glory mean? The goodness of God. The word glory means the goodness of God. Exodus thirty three eighteen. So what he's saying is that every soul winner is wise, and every wise man will enjoy the goodness of God. May you enjoy all the goodness of the Lord. Goodness of the Lord, long life, sickness, free life, favor, everything good is from God. If it is not God, it is no good. Number three, every soul when I is honoring God by obeying Him, He said, Go. When you go, you honor Him. You see, the best way to honor somebody is not chocolate, it's to obey Him. When you go to win souls to fill this church, you are you are honoring God through obedience. First Samuel 2 30. First Samuel 2 30. He that honor me, I will honor. He that despise me, I will despise. Proverbs 14 18. In the multitude of the people is the king's honor. So the more people you are able to gather, the more God honors you. And, and, and then and then he says, in then Proverbs 14 28, he says that. In the want of king is the destruction of a prince. So everybody needs to gather more people around his life. All this, this type of life, I want my privacy, is no Christianity. I, I want my privacy. It's no Christianity. Look at it. The multitude, you need to have more friends for the sake of the kingdom. After t- you don't know even anybody in the church. Before we finish sharing the grace, your bag is outside. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, you are gathering your back. After church, you don't talk to anybody. Are you something? 
Samson fought alone, married alone, and died alone. Samson died before they came to call his family members that the man has died. Walk alone, ranger. In the multitude of the people, may God give you more cars, more houses, more friends, more souls, more of everything. It's the king's honor. So every believer who doesn't have more souls is not honored by God. The more souls you have, and I see a day coming when I see how many souls, 20 people will lift their hands. They say, you brought them to the church. 10 people will lift their hands and say, you brought them to the church. Lift your hand and say, Lord, increase my souls. Increase my souls. Increase my souls. The number of people that will, that will, that will be born again, that will know God. Increase my souls. Number four, every soul winner has put himself on the platform for raising of giants. God is raising giants in the kingdom. Who are the giants? They are not computer scientists. They are soul winners. So when it is the platform for the raising of kingdom giants. Daniel 2 after 8. <laughs> Few days ago, my guys came to tell me that they need a drone. They need a drone. So I was said, how much does it cost? What, 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 what? Then the next day, a young man tested me. He's a pastor. I make drones. And I'm a robotic engineer. I said, where are you? He said, I'm in stage 5 in your new convert class. And I said, come here. He said, I'm even, I'm, I'm even writing the curriculum for robotic science for University of Unilever. What? The net has caught a soul. <laughs> when I told the guy, they said, Bishop, where is the guy? I said, he's in the church. You see, so winning is like throwing a net into the Atlantic Ocean. Tilapia is inside. Octopus is inside. Mention the fish. That's why when the church is small, it's no good because there are certain things you may never have. In our church, when we are doing any program, we don't bring people outside. Everything is inside the church. Even if you want somebody who you know how to kill him and base, we'll find someone for you. <laughs> we have notorious and robbers who are converted. Every type of human being. At least I know I know about three or four chartered prostitutes who just finished Bible school two weeks ago. I tell you. So I may not buy any drone again from America. I'm building one by myself. So I tested him. I said, can you build a drone for the church? He said, it's a pleasure. Then he sent me a video on YouTube of Draws he has built by himself. I said this boy is not joking. So winning. My lady, your husband is coming through the next outreach. The next outreach. The one that will buy you a helicopter, we are catching him in the next outreach. The next person that will connect you to a million dollar breakthrough, we are catching him at the shopping mall whilst we are going on outreach. When I'm walking through the airport, some people stop me. They say they are narcotic, whatever, whatever. I said, do I look like a drug dealer to you? As I'm going, then a lady jumped from the midst of them. Say, 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 say. I said, what do I know you? 
You saved me 15 years ago. Then he told them, Leave the man alone. Nonsense. He carried my bag. I sailed through for free. The benefit of so winning. I. Every poor person here, your poverty has ended through this message. Through this message. How many of you would like to be employed by God? You, I, I hope you know God's resources never get finished. Yeah. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. I told them in Ghana, I said, if you're a teacher here, raise your hand. Two people raise their hands. So I asked them that. If, if, I'm go, I'm, if all of you are teachers, you can teach. They said yes. I said, okay. I have two appointment letters for you. One is from Ochibon Piso Secondary School. <laughs> Another one is from the College of New York. Which one will you, will you choose? They raise their hands for the New York one. Do you know why? Even though it's the same profession, who employs you determines how much they can pay you. The person employing you. You can do the same job, but the person you are working for determines how much they can pay you. Today I'm trying to let God pay you. And they can pay you higher and better and greater than any other human can pay you. Somebody shout amen. amen. How many want to be a giant in the kingdom of God? Every soul winner has joined kingdom giants. Forget about these celebrities you are seeing on TV. There are no bodies in the calendar of God. Except they repent. Except they repent. Because I told you, when you go to hell, you have no name, you have no identity. You have, been, you have, you have become magos. Number five, every soul winner enjoy quick answers to prayers. How sweet it's going to be. You pray now after church prayers is answered. There are people that enjoy quick answers to prayers. They are so winners. Nobody has the right to live in this church for six months and nobody has followed you to church. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. John 15, 16. John 15, 16. Convert your family members. Convert your friends. Sometimes you have to intentionally even befriend people because you want to bring them to church. Yes, yes. And they will forever be grateful to you. Yes. yes. To buy somebody a car is good, but when the car is exhausted, they won't remember you anymore. But a soul will forever, forever remember you. He said, uh, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, fruit-bearing believers. And that your fruit should remain. Don't just bring them to the church. Oh. Okay, you brought the person. After church, follow them. Send them to foundation school. Make sure they graduate. Make sure they receive Holy Ghost baptism. Make sure they are baptized in water. Then after that, you follow your soul. What department can you serve in? You say, oh, I can sing. So then you have, That's what I do. I bring people physically and I say, you join the choir. You join here. You join here because don't only bring them to church. Make sure they are established. All right. First Thessalonians 3 2. Tell your Bible there. When you understand, he said, And they sent Timothy, our brother, minister of God, our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you. So we don't only bring them, we must establish them, help them get established. A new convert has come to church. After church, somebody should interact with the person. Sister, how are you? Where do you live? This, 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 this. Take a keen interest. 
Oh, okay. I'm coming to pick you every Sunday. To church. Establish. Make sure they are established. Timothy. We need a lot of Timothys in the church. Their work is to pushing people. Establishing them. Establishing them. Establishing them. Establishing them. One day one guy who was trying to do something that people I encourage him. I tried to establish him. One day I was there. The guy brought me $20,000. You know, he just came. He said, today I'm going to sow my biggest seed. And he dropped it on the floor. You see, your future is not in the work you only, you only are doing. No. There are other portals that God can open for you. Please, win a soul. Win a soul. They will take you to court one day. Your soul will be the judge that day. Win a soul. Recently, I was there. I heard them. They say, a new high court judge B has been appointed. Ah, when I open my eye, clear. He was one of the youngest we used to teach in school. What? So I've gone for a meeting and I'm standing there. And then this this judge that everybody he you know he came to stand in front of me and then I'm looking at him. Who are you? Meanwhile, she is the invited guest that they have invited her. So he stood there, he said. When you asked me that question, I saw that you don't remember me. And then she took down to now introduce herself to me. Oh, Charlie, so winning. It's too powerful. Say, it's too powerful. I see you're so buying a house, a house, a house. And so you brought to church. Number six, I'm giving you seven benefits of so winning. I want you to buy into it. Don't carry any American dream. Carry God's dream. Amen. Don't carry any American dream. I'm the one who's with you. You know, you may, you may, you may get angry, but that's what I'm saying. Don't carry any American dream. Carry God's dream. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. When we die, we will not know where you come from. We will just appear before the judgment seat. All alphabets are removed. No America, no Ghana, no Nigeria, nothing. You are just a human soul. You are standing before God. So number six is what? Every soul winner who is fighting to free others will be protected by God. Daniel 6, 1 to 5. Daniel was praying so the Jews will be saved. They told him, don't pray. He opened his window and began to pray. Prayer journalism. We just finished 100 days of praying for souls. Last Tuesday. What were we doing? Father, in the name of Jesus, everybody who is not saved, save them, save them, save them. Empty the whole city into the church. Oh God. Like that, 100 days, 3 hours every day. Since we finished, we have seen S. Last Sunday, we didn't get a place for people to sit. We have, we have Main auditorium, balcony, dominion chapel, under the tent, filled with souls. All the demons holding their legs are gone. What an excitement. Now, since we have prayed to set other people free, when can the devil bind me? 
Because in Daniel 6.20, when they put him in the lion's den, angels came to shut the mouth of the lion. He said, you can eat other people's flesh. You don't eat the flesh of soul winners. Some people say, oh, that day the lion were not feeling hungry. They had constipation. Were you there? Daniel said, angels came to shut their mouth. Soul winners are not permitted to die. This year, God will save you. He will deliver you from every lion, every lion, every lion, family lion, American lion, village lion, lion from your mother's house, lion from your father's house. Because you are busy winning souls, God will never let you die. Why? Every businessman protects his investment. If you are an American diplomat and there is a war in your country, they come and pick you. They don't pick the ordinary ones. They pick those that work for them. Today, sign up and work for God. Finally, it's 10 p.m. Every soul winner brings, every soul winner enjoys divine healing. Divine healing for free. Proverbs 13, 17. A faithful ambassador is held. Yesterday, FSC called me, he said, ah, about why do you get the strength to be moving around like that? After our man. I said, eh, the strength, I get it from Drinking the kuni tonic of soul winning. Lukuzet of soul winning. Once there is God's work to be done, ah, strength will come. Because a faithful ambassador, look at a wicked messenger. Who is a wicked messenger? People who are on the go to do wickedness. The Bible says they fall into mischief. But the ambassador, the one going around to connect somebody to Christ, is health. He is healing himself. You see, in this life, we walk by revelation. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord, keep me on fire. You, you know our problem? Some of us, sometimes, we, we, we do the sowing and after some time, zeal is gone. But the Leviticus 6, 12, and 13 is my last scripture. I will close. He said, the fire on the altar. Hmm? Our, give me Leviticus 6, 12, and 13. F- must forever be burning. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. The priest shall burn the wood on it every morning. And lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And he shall burn on the father of rep- Give me verse 13. 13, he said that. The fire shall ever be burning. May your soul winning fire ever be burning and burning and burning and burning. Lift your hands to the Lord. We want to renew our commitment to work for God. You can't be a choirister. Today you are there. Tomorrow you are not there. The day you get angry, you won't sing. So if that is how God is, many people will die. Because some of you, sometimes even when you were going to sleep, you didn't pray. You watch movie to sleep. God is angry with you. Why didn't he kill you when you wake up? When people get angry, they stop working for God. And yet, when their boys slap them, they say, I'm sorry, they continue the relationship. We seem not to understand what life about. 
we vent all our anger on God who has not done us any bad but good. You were angry, but did you still go to work? Yes. God, you said they will pay you money. But the one giving you life, when you got angry, you left his work. Stand up and lift your hands. I want you to pray a prayer of commitment. Lord, I want to expand your kingdom with my life. I want to take upon myself this ministry of telling people about Jesus. What many Christians know is that, you know, when we are talking about things that have to do with others, the devil will shut your interest. But that is the real message. Kingdom advancement. Other choristers, we can't find them. Find them. That sister that came to church last time, he didn't come again. You have her number. Call her. People don't know what they are doing. They are blinded by the enemy. We are doing things that will not give us any eternal value. That is what we are interested. But the real thing that will change our eternity, no? We are not interested. So everybody must be encouraged. Lift your hand and say, keep my fire burning. Lord, help me keep my fire burning. My fire burning. My desire to serve you. My desire to work for you. My desire to preach. My desire to win souls. My desire. My desire. Keep that fire burning. Let us arise and build. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for your hands for two minutes let's close I am fully dedicated to the work of the ministry your way contribute to the expansion of the kingdom after all is said and done you will not be rewarded because you are working for Chase Bank the reward is about your effect in eternity 
What are you using your money on? Very soon it will be over. Very soon it will be over. Are you investing in eternity? What are you doing to help the church to build? The church is God's kingdom. Have you won a soul within the last year? The souls are dying. They are in your office. They are dying. They need somebody to tell them. Oh Lord, help me. Increase my passion. 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 Lift your hands and make a new commitment. Ladies and gentlemen, I will not lie to you. I will not lie to you. Jesus is coming. This is not a time to gather earthly things. If you have anything, convert it into souls. Convert it into souls. The currency of eternity is changing. Even today we have seen many, many, many nations. Their currency have gone down. The only currency that will never lose value are the souls of men. Do you have that currency? You may have a lot of dollars, but they are papers. Do you have that currency? There is a currency that never loses value. It's souls. Souls. Lord, help me win my friends. Help me win the people in my neighborhood. I can't sit down idle. Have your way. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Raise your right hand as a sign of commitment. You want more souls in the church. Where are the Sunday school teachers? Where are the singers? The singers, only only women and one man. Where are other young guys? Are you not joining the choir? Sing for the last time. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Use me, Lord. Use me in the kingdom. know your age but i want to ask you a question if you divide your age how what portion can you say this one have invested it in god we are not living to achieve birthday castle he left you here for a reason don't mess up his time don't mess up the opportunity he he created us for his pleasure and nothing gives god pleasure as so winning that through you somebody came to know Jesus. The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. 
and those who are also helping to establish Sunday school teachers, God bless you. Ushers, God bless you. Find a place in the church. Don't watch others building it whilst you are just a spectator. What will you answer the day you stand before him when the books are open? Revelation 20, 12. He's saying the books were open. And another book was open. And then the book of life. So we have two books. The book of life that contains the, life, the names of those who are born again. And the books of works. The books of works. The books of works. Using your own money. Buying uniform. Coming for rehearsal. This is the work. Oh. This is the work. The deception is that because God doesn't pay out money direct. Many people think that what they do for God in church is the second hand. No, you can't make that mistake. It's the first hand. It's the first hand. If anything can give you a place in eternity, it's the things you do in church that you don't respect. So change the way you respect every assignment your pastor gave you. When it's time to share food, come along. When it's time to go, where, where your t-shirt, let's go and wear souls. People were in America before you came. You, they couldn't take America to, to the grave. But the work, the work, the work, the work. Father, thank you tonight. Everybody close your eyes. Let me make an altar call. If you are here tonight, you are not born again. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus. If you die like this, we have lost. If you die like the way you are, without identifying with Jesus, it's a great loss. But those who die in the law, it's not a loss. They only transit to another realm. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me tonight. When you started, you were describing hell. You said, There is no water there, there is no breath there, the place is hot. The place of fewer magos will be treated wickedly by demons. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. And this this punishment is a forever punishment. You want to give your life to Jesus tonight. Everywhere I preach, I make an altar call. Because Charlie, <laughs> that's the most important. You are a president. Thank you very much. Are you safe? Are you safe? Any name minus Jesus is equal to no name. No name in the realms of the spirit. You see, that's why those who have seen demons chasing them before, as soon as they mention the name Jesus, all the demons, the demons vamoose. Because your 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 natural name, uh, uh, Katrina, Cinderella, Patricia, is is not known in the realms of the spirit. You are called Patricia. Patricia. Demons don't know Patricia, but Patricia with the name of Jesus in addition. Ay, 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 ay. This is what will shock the so-called society big men when they appear in hell and they say, "I was Nelson what, Nelson what." Demons don't know you. They only recognize only one name in the realm of the dead. Paul, I know, because he was connected to Jesus. So I always laugh at these so-called celebrities who don't have time for God. No time for God. Buying cars. Everybody knows them. Millions are following them. and They, are, they, they think that is how the next realm is. 
the next realm if you mention your name without jesus attaching you'll be sorry for yourself you are not born again tonight you want to give your life to jesus or you used to be born again but if you check your life today you are backslidden you are backslidden you are not as you used to be i'm begging you i'm begging i came to beg you that there is only one thing you need to make right your relationship with jesus your relationship with jesus if you are here you are not born again or you want to renew your commitment please lift your hands i want to pray with you including those of you watching online father i rededicate my life i want to be born again tonight for the first time if you are here Lord, lift your hands and come to the altar this is not shyness matter no 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 i want to renew my commitment i must be born again if you are watching online wherever you are or you are in house let your hands go up as we pray this prayer if you want to make your way forward i'm waiting for you a call to salvation is not something we have to shy from yes to renew our commitment come and rededicate your life don't play games don't play games that little little those small small things you are hiding can take you to a place of eternal damnation don't play games jesus did not die for nothing god will not kill his son like a kebab for nothing and he didn't do so so that you drive a car he did so so you may escape eternal damnation don't play games these are no games it's not a church game i go to church here this is my bishop no no the name of your pastor will not count in eternity do you know jesus do you know jesus he's the only one that makes a difference in the realms of the spirit unless a man is born again leave those little little things that the devil is using to deceive you yes jesus died for a reason every sinner is condemned to hell but he said no i'm going to hell for you so he went to hell on our behalf why do you want to go by yourself the bible tells us jesus went to hell jesus went to hell he went to hell he went to hell in our place so anybody that goes to hell after the resurrection of jesus have chosen to go by himself it's, it's a choice he has already paid the price if there is any prayer you have to pray you pray for yourself i don't want to go to hell today people in other parts of the world it is not true it's not true hey a fool has said in his heart there is no god the bible says, all nations that forget god will end up in hell cry for your soul cry for your soul some of you are in america even just a shot of fool can discourage you when you don't have money in your pocket you are disheartening you have not seen trouble though. the real trouble is if you make a mistake and you enter the gate of hell 
you make a mistake you enter the gate of hell now one of the things that make hell dangerous is that everybody going to hell carry the consequences of his own sins rotten sins Jesus said let me take it away you say no so everybody in hell they wait on you you it's not a small thing I don't even wish my enemies demons will drag you on the floor they beat you they cut you and 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 what makes it serious that you can't die at least if you die you may have some relief this one there's no death so the punishment goes on and on your body melt it forms again the heat destroy it again it forms again maggot going in and out snakes it's a disgusting situation jesus is always crying if you are standing here begin to cry say lord have mercy on my soul lord have mercy how can money take the place of your salvation how can a car take the place of your salvation how can a boy take the place of your salvation how can a girl take the place of your salvation no 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 cry to god and say lord have mercy on my soul i've made many mistakes but no more no more no more no more no more no more i can't be deceived by the devil the bible said in revelation chapter i said and the devil that deceived them revelation 2010 everyone that goes to hell has been deceived by the devil and one day your eye will be it's deception no games no games it's not a game it's not a church game let's go to church so that the church will be filled no jesus want to take the punishment of your personal sins away because if you are told to carry it by yourself I went to the biggest prison in Ghana the other day and they took me to the condemned cells and inside the condemned cell there was another condemned man I said ah, how do you bring somebody to the condemned cell and condemn him again so in the condemned cell he stays in his own cubicle I don't want to mention the guy's name he's the most notorious arm robber in Ghana they told me pastor this man killed four policemen so we put him here and he has been sentenced to death twice so even if the president says oh by parole let's leave him the second one is going to hold and i said i want to see him they said sir you have to go with eight policemen eight policemen follow me with guns one short boy when i when i go to the room the size of the room is like this place he is the only one there and i was there when they were opening 16 padlocks one two three i said ah so human beings can put their fellow human being here because it's a sinner then don't tell me god will not send men to hell don't tell me god will not send human beings are sending sinners they say pastor you have five minutes to pray to this man and they brought a bench and i'm sitting here the most notorious arm robber is sitting here he has broken jail in nigeria broken jail in benin broken jail in togo broken jail in ghana and they said if this man escaped the, the president of ghana will not sleep tonight and I, when they brought him some one shot boy i said what and i told him i said boy you have been condemned to death twice and they tell me you will never come out of this prison 
but it is your body that has been condemned your soul can escape from this prison he gave his life to jesus i prayed a sinner's prayer but now i was very sad that a human being can be put in a room like this he alone you know he said condemned said by his condemned condemned 16 parallels and you are telling me god will leave everybody to walk around those of you standing here lift your hands and say after me say jesus i know you love me that's why you came to die today i make a lifetime commitment i will live for you please give me the strength give me the power to live to please you forgive me all my sins by the power of your blood wash away all my sins and lord write my name in the book of life that book that contains those going to heaven write my name in the book of life and with my mouth i declare jesus is lord holy spirit empower me to live a holy life holy spirit empower me to live a holy life holy spirit empower me to live a holy life I can't miss the rapture. I cannot miss the rapture. I gotta make it to heaven. Devil, you don't have authority over my life. Lift your hands and thank them. Don't let your friends confuse you. You will be there alone by yourself. Your friends will not see you. You can't go, you can't go with your wife, you can't go with your children. You can't go with any friend. Everyone will be judged one by one by one by Today I'll see you escaping from the, the prison of hell into the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Have your way. Have close by
stop watching certain things you are not supposed to watch. Listen to preaching all the time. Create the environment. Create the environment that will help you. We are living in a world that has been so much demonically influenced. If you don't create your own environment, make sure. Um, I was telling the people in Ghana how this church, you are always on the prayer line. So I call Pastor Anika and say, this prayer line team, how do we do it? Because how I wish I can put the 2,000 people on it. And now we do prayer in the morning and do prayer in the afternoon. You know, African internet is, it has malaria. <laughs> and I tell them, anytime I'm with Pastor Nick in the afternoon, he's praying. The church is praying. And some of you don't know, it's one of the greatest, greatest blessings that every afternoon your pastor helps you to connect with heaven. My God. My God. So please. If you have run away from the prayer line, some of you too, you come on the line, and then you leave the phone and you go somewhere as if you are there, but you are not there. Tell somebody, be there practically. Be there. Be there practically. Look at the prayer line, whatever, Canada, UK, whatever. Keep yourself on fire. There are pastors, you see them, they are looking for money. Maybe we are not that type of. We are looking for your soul. Your soul. Your soul. Your soul. Can I ask you, there are five millionaires that died in the tube. Where is their money now? Other people, I won't even say enjoy it. They will also grab it. And if they don't change, they will also leave it. What is on earth will be left on earth. But your soul, you can take it out. Work on your soul. Work on your soul. There are evening prayers online. Tuesday, oh my God. Just to keep you on fire. Oh my nice guys. Don't go crazy. Oh. Don't go crazy. Forever to forever. Systems will change, but Jesus never changes. And everything that the Bible says is true. It's true. When we started, we didn't have, listen, we didn't have anything. Now that we have something, we are still pushing. Pushing. We, we don't care where to sleep, where, whatever. Push and serve God. One day, the real melonies are in heaven. <laughs> Tell your friend, the real melonies are in heaven. Me, I tell them I'm going to have my swimming pool in heaven. I can jump, I won't die. In heaven, I'm going to drive my car. Ferrari. And my car in heaven has no brake. Because we don't die there, so I just press the accelerator. Here, you can try. You become obituary tomorrow morning. There is a better place, oh. Hold your sister friend and say, let's go together. Tonight I want you to take your offering. If you don't give your you don't give offering, you don't love Jesus. Whoever you love, you promote his work. Yes, anybody you love, you promote his work. Take one hundred dollars, fifty dollars, the smallest seed twenty. Give quality seed. Give quality seed. 
You are building a house in your village. You can also build one in heaven. Every offering is part of your blocks. Some of you, your offering tonight is going to buy sofa into your living room in heaven. So give quality pine wood offering. Father, thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's welcome Apostle Nikki. To, oh, let's communion. They are already sharing it. Okay. Yeah. Father, we thank you for communion. We pray that you bless the communion. Use it to strengthen us and bless us. Amen. Okay, let's let's eat it. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus for such an awesome mega night. Hallelujah. Would you add a little shout to it for the Lord Jesus? What a blessing. Hallelujah. I feel like I have been rejuvenated. What a blessing. What a night. Amen. So I believe that tomorrow you are coming with somebody. Hallelujah. Did he? Amen. <laughs> Tomorrow we are all coming with somebody. And then on Friday, we will come with somebody. Saturday is a worship night. It will start at 6 p.m. And then Sunday we'll have only one service. And the service is at 10 a.m. Please come early. But the overflow will be there anyway. But come early so that you'll be within the first flight. Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Prayer line is still active. I'll meet you there at 3 a.m. Let's please be on our feet. The Lord bless our night, say amen. The Lord bless our, our sleep, say amen. The Lord comfort us with these ways. And the Lord supply every need according to his riches in glory. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever amen can we take our prophetic declaration with long life full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives amen